understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up and welcome to The Stranded Podcast. No major special guest today, and bear with me as I'm losing my voice. Hopefully I'm not sick, but um, I did an episode around um, how to get yourself a TEDx talk. And I've talked about my TEDx experience before I did an episode on my experience, what it was like going through the process, um, and how I felt afterwards. But I've still had a ton of people reaching out to me, you know, how, 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 and I get it. This was a big thing on my bucket list. It's a huge opportunity. It's a great platform. And it's just something that everyone hasn't done yet. So if this is on your goal list, trust me when I tell you I get it. So I really wanted to walk people through the process from beginning to end. So I created this episode with eight steps uh, to get you from finding your local TEDx event all the way to uh, doing your talk and then how to leverage that experience afterwards as far as an authority figure or whatever you choose to do to spread your message. Um, The message I had for people to mentor has really spread like wildfire because of my TEDx. So I put this together for you all. For those of you that have this goal and want to achieve it, that's, that's all I want for this episode is for you to find a way. Um, and I really break it down here. So of course you're probably going to be riding in the car, maybe working out, uh, doing something while you're listening to this episode. So I don't expect you to write it down. So I created a PDF with all eight steps Uh, And I even go into a little further detail. So if you want this uh, guide to go by to make sure that this is something you check off your list this year and next, you can find it at thestrandedphase.com forward slash guide. Again, it's thestrandedphase.com forward slash guide. And if you scroll down in the show notes, you will find this link as well as the link to my actual TEDx speech. So you can check that out print out the PDF and start preparing and planning your journey to your first TEDx talk. Let's do this. What's up and happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the Stranded Podcast. I wanted to use the episodes that I do alone to really answer some of the questions I'm asked the most. And the one that I, one of the ones I keep getting from you guys repeatedly is how, how with the TEDx talk. And I did previously do an episode on how I was chosen, how it made me feel, kind of what the experience was like for me. But I put together something to kind of map out the process, that from beginning to end, what were the most important steps and what I learned afterwards, so that those of you that have this on your vision board or as a goal, because I know I have tons of friends that uh, really want to hit this mark, and I get it. Uh, This was a great feeling. This was a great accomplishment for me. So if this is something you want to do, I want it more for you. So I broke it down into a a simple eight-step process, and we're going to jump in and call this episode The Road to TEDx. 
So on the road to TEDx, what is step one? Step one is personal. You must wholeheartedly, you must wholeheartedly believe in the law of attraction. The law of attraction is the way that we translate whatever is in our thoughts and take that and materialize it into reality. It's literally like the t-shirt I have that says she believes she could. So she did. It's literally so true. And I've told this in my stories before. And to give you a brief overview, in January of this year, I was watching a TEDx talk and I just got that ooey gooey feeling in my stomach that was like, you could do this. Don't you want to do this? Like you want to do this. And so I just rambled it off to my boyfriend, like, I'm going to do a TEDx talk. And he was like, all right, let's figure out what we got to do. And I got into researching it and started freaking out because it seemed like some such a long, lengthy process. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't care how long it takes me, two years, three years, I'm doing this thing. I will be on that stage. I will stand on that red dot. And sure enough, um, I tried to back out. I said, okay, maybe three years. And within a couple weeks, someone called me and said, well, actually called me. And in the middle of our conversation, it was my cousin. She was like, you know, I listened to your, your new podcast episodes and I was thinking, you know, God, you'd make a great TEDx speaker. And I was like, girl, I swear. I just told my boyfriend I want to do that. And she was like, oh, you really should. I was like, yeah, I'm working on it. End of conversation. Three weeks after that, she gets an email from her school saying that they're looking for TEDx speakers. Forwards me the email, says it's due in two days. You have to do this. I call my boyfriend. He's like, I don't understand what your questions are. You have to do this. Go knock it out tonight. So I jumped right into the application and was chosen. So needless to say, from the time this these words left my mouth to filling out an application and being chosen was less than two months. So You have to believe in the law of attraction. You have to believe that if you believe you can see yourself standing on that red dot on that TEDx stage like I did, that it will happen. Step number two, find your next local event using the TEDx website. This is technical and super stupid simple. The website is this, and it's also going to be on my show notes below the episode, www.ted.com forward slash TEDx forward slash events. This is the only website where you can see all upcoming TED events and they will all be there. And guess what? They plan them an entire year out. So you've got plenty of time to plan. And let me tell you from experience, you will need it because it depends on the program in the university or whomever's hosting it. They decide how long you have in the application process and and how quickly that process closes. So I'll give you an example. When I did mine, I found out two days before the closing um, the application, but within a week, I was chosen. I had a, I, oh, and then when I was chosen, they told me that uh, they opened the application process for less than two months. They said they opened it in January and closed it February 28th. So it was less than two months. But I knew someone that applied for another program at a little bit of a bigger venue. And they looked in April on the TEDx website that I'm sending you, the TED.com forward slash TEDx website that I'm sending you to right now. They looked in April, saw that their local event was in October. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. That's seven months away. 
And they went to apply and they said the application process was already closed. That they were no longer taking speakers. So you have no idea how long their open process is. It's really up to the event, uh, whomever's hosting the event. So it would not behoove you to check out the website, even for things in 2019, because it last time I checked, it was going into uh, August 2019. Every country, every city, every municipal is on there. I'm talking about everywhere, India, Australia, all of them. They're all on there. Um, and make sure you choose local. Because uh, some of the things I've read is that they're basically, TED is, TEDx is not interested in flying you out to speak in another community that you're not from. Step three. So here's some do's and don'ts, just some quick do's and don'ts, things to know. Step three, things to know. Most TEDx events have a theme. It'll be included in your application process. So for example, as soon as I opened up my application process, it said the theme is the authors of tomorrow. And then my first question was, how is your speech and your topic and your idea going to relate to your audience who you're speaking to, to uh, ask them to be the authors of their own tomorrow? So they wanted everyone's message to align with the theme. You will not be considered if your idea does not fit the theme. I knew someone that wanted to speak at an event or at a TEDx event, applied, had to go before a panel. I didn't have to do that. So like I said, everyone is different, but had to go before a panel and his entire speech was on how the education system has screwed us and um, it's not worth your money and blah, 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 blah. We'll come to find out his, the theme for them was life after graduation. So do you think educators who came up with a theme about life after graduation wanted to hear someone say that the education system is trash? Needless to say, he didn't get picked. So you have to know the theme. Another thing to know, use your existing expertise. You need to think long and hard about what your idea is going to be. Because you don't have to be a scientist to do a TEDx talk, or you don't have to have some ridiculous innovative idea. TEDx is really about small ideas that change people's perspective. Just talk about something you're already the expert at and that's already tickling your fancy. So if finance is your thing and pinching pennies is your thing, you know, if not buying coffee, telling all your friends not to buy coffees because that's what is the, the excessive expense in the long run and, you know, on an annual time frame, talk about that. Like, don't go and do something that's something that you're just getting into. Because I chose to talk about mentoring. Everyone knows I'm a proponent of mentoring. There were a ton of other things I could talk about. I even considered it. But I'm a product of a mentoring relationship. I'm a mentor now and I work for an organization that focuses on mentoring. So I knew statistics, I knew outcomes, and I knew this shit worked. So I was like, I'm going to talk about something I know. And I could talk speaking from experience. So use your expertise. Another thing to know... Most TEDx events vary in size. And I actually learned this the day of my speech. The presentation is actually more about the video that's being recorded than the actual speaking in front of the audience. And this doesn't necessarily go for everyone. Someone might call me out to be wrong on this, but it was very true for my situation because there were a little over 100 people at my event. And the people recording the video basically just told me, listen, if you screw up, just pause really long. I know a hundred people will see it, but just pause, get your thoughts together and keep going because I can edit that out. You're 
going to be embarrassed in front of 100 people, but that's opposed to your video not going up on YouTube for the, TED, the TEDx website because you screwed up or you said, oh shit, or you went, oh my God, or you started crying or whatever. Um, so just pause, take a long pause and keep going because I can fix that. And he was like, this is all really about this video that's going to go up on YouTube and not necessarily the audience that you're performing in front of. And I was like, huh, good to know. What I also found out is they vary in size because, and I don't want to say this the wrong way, but some audience have 300 to 500 people. Some are not allowed to go above 100. And it has something to do with um, how many TEDx conferences the hosts themselves have been to indicates the audience number of uh, people they're allowed to have in the audience. So I won't go too deep into that because um, I'm not exactly sure the technical side behind that, but um, it just depends on the event. So when you're applying, make sure, you know, if you have an opportunity to ask questions or do some research on that, you might show up to an event where there's a thousand, you know, 500 or more people at your event that you're speaking at. You might show up at one with less than a hundred. So you never know. Another thing to know is most TEDx events do not use a teleprompter. So you will have to know that one, you're good at public speaking without note cards. Um, and you will need to know your speech word by word or be prepared to ad lib because there is no teleprompter. So there's no one there to help you fix it when you forgot your next paragraph because it is a 10 to 15 minute speech that you must know by heart. Another thing to know is TED Talks, not TEDx Talks, but TED Talks are for celebrities and not literally like two chains, but they are for well-known, renowned authors and speakers and people that are changing the world. So most of the TED Talks that you are familiar with or have probably seen are Tony Robbins, Steve Jobs, Ty Lopez, um, Simon Sinek. All of these people have done, you know, Mel Robbins, they've all done TED Talks. I would beg to say not necessarily 100% true, but I don't know that anyone just off the street has applied and been chosen to do a TED Talk. So that's not in stone, but you will need to have a compelling TEDx talk before you're invited to do a TED talk is what I'm under the understanding of. So, or be a very well-known renowned speaker to be invited to do a TED talk. So those were the things to know. Here's some things not to do. Do not apply to sell your company or the new innovative widget that you created to hold cell phones up from a magnetic field in your vehicle. They are not looking for sales ideas. They're not looking for them at all. They're looking for a regular person in the community that's already doing fantastic things that people don't know about, that has something to share. That's who they're looking for with a TEDx. So do not apply to advertise your new product. Also, don't inquire about TEDx events far, far away from home because they, there is no, it says on their website, there is no compensation for them to fly you out. They're not going to fly you out. Um, I did attend one where I saw someone come from Atlanta and they came um, to somewhere hundreds of miles away, but they used to live local to that. So I don't know if that disqualifies you for applying outside of your, your area where you reside, um, but they definitely, definitely will not compensate it. Also, I mean, simply put, don't expect to get paid while your TEDx is definitely, definitely going to leverage your authority 
It is giving you a platform as an expert in whatever you expect to talk about. And it's also going to be highly advertised and not sponsored advertised on Facebook or Instagram. But it is highly advertised because TEDx YouTube has 12 million subscribers. So even if a few of them catch it once they upload it, because if your YouTube video is chosen to be uploaded, it is uploaded to the TEDx YouTube channel with 12 million followers. So you can almost expect free engagement. But outside of that, you're not getting paid. So don't expect to get paid. So those are that's my step three. I broke it down to a few do's and don'ts. Step four, investigate your application process. So once you go on that ted.com forward slash TEDx events website, you're gonna see events for a year out. When you see the one that you're interested in, let's say you're interested in a TEDx event coming up in uh, Houston, Texas. Majority of them, if they've already planned, you can click on the link for the city and it's gonna take you directly to their specific TEDx Houston website. And on that website, they're going to tell you what their application process looks like, when it's open, when it closes, what they're looking for, blah, 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 blah. Do some research because most applications require a video of a previous speaking engagement. So how fortunate would you be to catch this thing a year out? Maybe you don't have any speaking engagement videos, but you've got time to prepare one. You've got time to go do an event, have it recorded, be asked to speak at an event, you know, take that video and submit that for part of your application. They've got all the right. They want to make sure you've got some some presentation skills. So do some research into the application and check and see what, not only what they're looking for to qualify, but what that actual process looks like. So I've heard that some events have an open call for speakers. They'll say, come on this day or this day and bring your your topic and talk about it with us for a while. And we're going to pick from, it's like, it's like a um, audition. You're going to audition for your speaking spot, like an open call. Some, most don't do that and they will consider a proposal or an online application. So investigate your specific locations application process. And like I said, they're looking for someone who knows the community and is like a regular, just doing something amazing that nobody knows about. I was fortunate. I had a, one of the other reasons I chose to speak about mentoring was was because a year prior, I was asked to speak on a panel that I have a video of at an event where we were talking about our expertise in my company through mentoring and job placement. So I already had a video of me talking about that stuff. So it was easy for me to kind of choose my topic. It's something I was passionate about. Step five, make yourself findable right now. Literally, get off this podcast, find your, make yourself findable. Here's what I mean by that. I have been told that preparers want to bring forward regular people doing amazing things, like I said. So you have to start that now. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, I'm going to do a TEDx event. I'm going to stand on that red dot and I'm going to talk about the solution on mental health because I know what everybody should be doing so that we can start creating a solution on mental, everyone with these mental health issues, because it's something you're passionate about and you care about and you went to school for. But if you apply and the preparers start looking you up and there's no blog under Jessica Hurley ever blogging about mental health issues, never talking about it on Twitter, 
never did a podcast interview on it, never was on a news station talking about it, never was behind publishing a scientific article on it, never even worked at a mental health facility helping people, never or never have a story anywhere about living through documented mental health issues. How will anyone on that preparing team or anyone listening to the video or watching you on stage be able to verify that you can be considered an expert in this subject? And I'll be honest with you guys, as soon as I applied, that next day I went and rebranded everything. I rebranded everything. So I went to my Instagram and changed my name. I had some like silly handle that was like Jesse and then my um, abbreviated middle name. I went and changed that, my Facebook name, because I had my middle name on there because I didn't want kids that I used to work with to be able to find me. Change it all. Everything went back to Jessica Hurley because I thought if these people try to search me, I need them to be able to find me to see that this is something I've been doing for a long, long time. I took all the funny, silly things off of Twitter and Instagram and made sure that my name was clear, cut and dry and that these people could find me so that they knew that I was what I said I was about. Step six. Prepare to leverage your TEDx talk to increase your brand on social media and leverage your authority. I think we kind of talked about this, but YouTube TEDx channel has 12 million followers. You literally have the right, if you have the right title for your presentation, people could stumble upon it easily. So for example, some of the most watched TEDx TEDx talks have nothing to do with the speaker. It's because they have a title that people, that was searchable. So I'll give you an example. My title was the ripple effect of mentoring. Unless someone is truly interested in statistics about mentoring, I don't think that they're necessarily going to stumble on that one. They would literally have to type into YouTube or Google effects of mentoring. However, someone who has a title like how to overcome self-doubt, You know, one of the most famous TEDx talks was by Mel Robbins and hers was titled How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over. Like, think about the stuff that people Google or put on YouTube and this probably easily comes up. So make sure as you're planning this, you're thinking about the outcome behind it, how you're going to leverage this talk, how you're going to use it to be an authoritative, you know, figure or an expert in your field. Think about the title of your speech. How is this all going to tie in together? Your final videos posted to the channels, like I said, and then you can even, I mean, I videoed the whole process leading up to it. All the times I practiced, how I write it, wrote it out, you know, some of the most stressful moments I have. People love to hear relatable stories about how you get somewhere that they've never been. So you could even vlog the whole process to leverage your TEDx talk. Plus you're learning along the way. So Invite people to share that journey with you because what we all know, if you're, if you have any interest in doing a TEDx talk, this could lead to more speaking engagements, podcast interviews, events, clients, if you're a life coach and just amazing experiences, because this is giving you a true platform to share what you're the expert at. A TEDx talk is really like the ultimate expert platform solidifying you as an expert to your audience. So you have to be prepared and planning to leverage it before even applying because the whole process has to be thought out to a T. You have to be strategic. 
All right, step seven. Simple. If you are selected, please, Lord, carve out some time. Prepare to carve out some time and lots and lots of it because I had over a month and a half to prepare and that literally wasn't enough. And I might sound like I'm being hard on myself, but I mean, after I did my talk, the first time I listened to it, I was like, God, I could have put so much more into that, you know, and that's just me being critical. But I practiced every night for like three and a half weeks straight for like six hours and did interval training, practicing my speech. And that, that just still wasn't enough to me. Like you've got to know this speech in and out, be able to be passionate when presenting it, be authentic, know your stuff. And you get one chance not to screw it up. So be prepared to carve out some time. Oh, and carve out time afterwards. Because after your speech and you feel all great and you're hyped up and you're like, oh, I can't wait till people see this. I knocked it out of the park. You need more time because it takes six to eight weeks before it's uploaded to YouTube or before you'll even see it. So it's not like you get a preview and then then it gets loaded on YouTube. No, you get it when YouTube gets it. So six to eight weeks. So like after I did mine, I swear I forgot about it. Like not instantly. I was obsessed for a while wanting to know how I did and how it went. But no, after like a month and a half, I forgot I did it because I was like, I haven't seen it. Where is it? I, don't, I had forgotten. So you're going to even carve out some time afterwards, patiently waiting for the arrival of your final video. So that's seven, seven steps. I said there were eight. There's one more. Step eight is just to open your arms after you do your talk and allow the opportunities to roll in. And I just say this because I want you to be open-minded and prepare yourself because no one typically expects it. So it's important that your mind is open for this. If you pull this presentation off, this talk off the right way, and your final video is well-produced and holds a valuable message, you best believe the opportunities are going to come rolling in from paid to unpaid. This is going to be your opportunity afterwards to turn your small idea into a household discussion. And that's from everything that matters to you. And then you're bringing it to life. I had a ton of opportunities after my TEDx talk some that I even said no to, some that things that weren't even, that didn't even pertain to me, some that were super um, ridiculously joyful and some that were very valued around the message and my mission and life and what matters to me. But um, one of the coolest things after mine was I had people calling me after they watched the video, people I grew up with, people that knew me as associates, you know, saying things like, oh my God, I watched your video and you literally made me feel terrible about being 30 years old and never considering being a mentor. Like, I feel like I haven't lived my life at this point if I don't go be a mentor after watching this. Or, you know, people came up to me after my speech instantly and were like, you really inspired me. How how do I become a mentor? Do you know anywhere? Can you refer me somewhere? I want to become a mentor. You know, if I was able to, if I realize, you know, realizing after that, that I was able to use my story and my experience and then what I chose to do after that for other young adults, for people to be inspired to mentor, that was more than enough, more than enough. I've already been reached out to by other mentoring agencies, um, you know, to help promote and speak at events, 
Um, I was even asked to judge a female pageant, you know, I mean, everything, you know, I'm speaking at an event in November. I'm telling you right now, the opportunities will come rolling in. So with that being said, we're going to roll back into these steps real quick. Just a quick reminder. Step one, wholeheartedly believe in the law of attraction. If you believe it, you can do it. Step two, find your next local events using the TEDx website. That event is www.ted.com forward slash TEDx forward slash events. Step three, uh, there are things to know and things not to know. Very specific to your area in that TEDx event. Make sure you do your research. Step four, investigate the application process in your area. So whatever one you plan to apply for, make sure, make sure you know what's important to them. Step five, make yourself findable right now. So if you're listening to this and you've decided you want to do a TEDx talk and you know exactly what you do want to do it on, your next step needs to be, you need to be blogging about it, talking about it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. How can you write an article about it? How can you support someone else's article about it? How can you promote to the preparers on these panels? How can you promote to them to this is something that you're the expert in? Step six, prepare to leverage your TEDx talk well before you even apply because your TEDx talk is what's going to help you increase your brand on social media and your platform as an authority figure in your industry. Step seven, if you're selected, make sure you're prepared to carve out time before, during, and after your talk. And then closing with step eight, make sure you open your arms and mind to allow the opportunities to roll in after your talk. I seriously wish you guys the very best. If this is something that is on your vision board, your dream board, or on your goal list, let's make it happen. Don't be afraid to reach out to me if you've got more questions. And I have prepared a document with these eight steps. Of course, you know it. I'm not going to make you write these things down or remember them. And I go into much further detail about all eight steps. Uh, There is a link below in the comments and the show notes that is a clickable link for you to have this directly sent to your email. All right, guys, I wish you the best of luck. Much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.